Nan Whaley is in for the Ohio governor's race next year, but Steve Stivers is out of the Senate race. And Armin Budish wants Cuyahoga County workers back in the office with the potential of the legally questionable vaccination mandate. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Tuesday, April the 20th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Mike DeWine has his first official opposition in his re-election campaign as Ohio governor next year. Dayton Mayor Nan Whaley, a Democrat, announced on Monday she would make another run at the job. She made her first run in 2018. The 45-year-old Whaley leaned on her credentials as mayor of Dayton through several high-profile cases in her announcement. She oversaw the response to tornadoes that struck in 2019 and the city's response to the coronavirus pandemic. She unwittingly became a national figure in 2019 following the shooting massacre in August of that year when a gunman killed nine and injured 17 after opening fire in the popular Oregon district of the city. Whaley was first elected to the Dayton City Commission in 2005 before successfully running for mayor in 2013. She won re-election in 2017 while embarking on a campaign for governor, but but she dropped out once former federal consumer watchdog Richard Cordray entered the race. He lost to DeWine. Congressman Steve Stivers dashed the hopes of people looking for a traditional conservative, one not beholden to Donald Trump, to run for the U.S. Senate in Ohio. The Columbus area Republican is resigning from Congress to accept the job leading the Ohio Chamber of Commerce. Stivers was looking more and more like a candidate to replace Rob Portman in the Senate, having raised more money than any other candidate in the just-completed reporting period. Stivers announced the news. Monday morning, shortly after word began circulating in Columbus political circles. In addition to roiling the Senate race, the news also likely will set in motion a special election to replace him later this year, which would be Ohio's second special congressional election of 2021. Stivers said his resignation will take effect on May 16th. Cuyahoga County Executive Armin Budish's administration will require employees to return to the office part-time in May and full-time in June. And Budish might take the legally questionable step of compelling the workers to get vaccinated against the coronavirus. Chief of Staff Bill Mason sent an email to workers Friday telling them they will work in the office three days a week starting May 1st. Legal experts say the right of employers to require vaccinations is questionable because the FDA has given only emergency approval to the vaccines, not full approval. The return to work order does not apply to employees in the independent Cuyahoga County Prosecutor's Office or the Common Pleas Court, but it does apply to workers in departments related to health and human services, public works, and the fiscal office. The Cleveland Indians will increase capacity at Progressive Field from 30% to 40% in May following Ohio Governor Mike DeWine's loosening of restrictions. That increase will push capacity from an estimated 11,500 per game to 14,000 in the Indians' 35,000-seat ballpark. The Indians had anticipated a loosening of coronavirus restrictions over time and elected to sell tickets month-to-month before the season. 
The first homestand in May starts with a three-game visit from Cincinnati on Friday, May 7th. Fans can be seated in mixed pods of up to 10 people. Tickets will be sold in quantities of two, four, or six to make up those mixed pods. Ticket pods will be socially distanced, and fans are required to wear masks unless they are actively eating or drinking in their seats. The Ohio Board of Pharmacy unanimously voted Monday afternoon to more than double the number of medical marijuana dispensaries in the state to 130 from the current 57. Why? Two reasons. One is improving access for patients who drive far distances to buy their weed products. The other is to create more competition to drive down prices. Board of Pharmacy staff studied for months whether the number of dispensaries in Ohio is sufficient. It sent patients and caregivers surveys, which is how it learned how far patients drive and whether they think prices are reasonable. The survey found that almost 60% are not satisfied with prices, and about 20% were driving more than 30 miles to a dispensary. It's not just rural Ohioans who drive that far either. Some urban dwellers drove far because of long lines at the businesses near home. Who will get the new licenses? All applications that pass minimum business, security, and legal standards will be entered into a lottery from which the winners will be chosen. Thank you for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer.